We're all pretty anonymous people, I suppose, unless celebrity has descended upon us through sports or media. But what about the man up on the hill? Who is that guy? Well, on our recent one-day road trip following the great Mississippi River Road south in Wisconsin, we passed through a dozen small river towns. They are one of the reasons we planned the route the way we did. Each presents its own distinctive personality, some with ferry boat landings, others with motorhome parks, and all featuring at least one bar called Pudge's or The Barge or Other River Name. For many, the local grocery needs are satisfied by the local quick stop convenience store. As always, passing through such suburban sites makes me wonder about the people who live in and around the areas, how they came to be where they are, what it might be like to live in a small town right on the river. We passed through Stoddard with these thoughts in my head and with the Mississippi River right outside our passenger side window. The late autumn sun bore down on the waters and created the diamond-like sparkles so well known to river people. It's one of the reasons they choose to live here, I would think. And just beyond Stoddard, tucked into the hillside beneath one of the looming bluffs was a small white house. It was barely visible from the highway. Only clue to its existence was the dirt driveway ascending from the road. I slowed enough to observe the modest clapboard home and one unmatched adjacent structure that could have been a garage or a workshop. Standing in front of this smaller building was an older looking bearded man, axe in hand, headed toward a woodpile. And in that moment, the thought struck me. I wonder who this guy is. On those occasions when I have found myself reflecting on the nature of the Earth's population, I most often think about groups of people. I think of people by nations or religions or ethnicities or languages. It's nearly impossible to contemplate 8 billion of anything, let alone the infinite differences of that many souls. Breaking down that many people into identifiable groups makes it easier. Getting all the way down to an individual makes it easier to focus and a lot more intriguing to consider the possibilities. We're all different. That's why we're called individuals. But I couldn't help but speculate about this individual living in a secluded house, tucked away in the woods, seemingly very far away from any identifiable group into which I could lump him. What is his story? How has he ended up here, of all places? How does he make his living? I wonder if he is alone or has a family. What does he believe and why? What's the nature of his learning? Did he go to school or has he learned from the woods and the river? What footprint is he leaving here adjacent to the river and on the earth? Does he have many acquaintances? What impact has he had on others? What difference does his presence make? What if he's a billionaire seeking refuge in the quiet of the bluffs? Maybe he's a criminal on the run and finding safe haven in river anonymity. 
or is he just a guy making do where he landed? The questions are endless, of course. Having absolutely no knowledge of the guy meant that I could ask every conceivable question about him. He was a blank slate, a character to be filled in as I might wish. And for me, there's the essence of the exercise. He is every man. He is you. He is me. My speculation about this man is the same as he might wonder about me if he drove past my house and caught a glimpse of me in the front yard. Who is he? He might wonder. Is he important to anyone? Is his story all about himself or is it mostly about others? Why did he come to be here? The more I imagined about the guy in the woods, the more the imagined answers about him became real answers about myself, who I am, how my story might read. I can only say with certainty that it is very different from the guy in the woods. What a miracle that we are each possessed of a different life, totally unique, no matter how similar. Like snowflakes, no two of us are identical and together we are spectacular. I wonder if that guy in the woods could possibly imagine the lessons he posed simply on his way to the woodpile.